From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, May 4th. I'm Sarah Reith. Two Measure B-funded facilities opened last week. The Regional Behavioral Health Training Center on East Road in Redwood Valley opened on Tuesday after being remodeled. Some pieces of equipment, like a media cabinet for hybrid meetings, a virtual reality training program, and gun lockers are expected to arrive soon. The Critical Residential Treatment Center on Orchard Street in Ukiah is now fully licensed and opened last Monday, serving three clients. The facility has eight beds that will be available for 30 to 90 days by adults who are in mental health crisis but have not received a 5150, the designation that would lead to an involuntary 72-hour hold. Sarah Livingston is the Crisis Program Director for Redwood Community Services, or RCS, which is operating the facility. This is a peer support case managers and rehab specialists. These are all folks that are, uh, by and large, coming from uh, quite a bit of time over at our Madrone house, which is actually a respite house. The respite house was set up to be an immediate respite for somebody just on the other side of uh, 5150. And so that's been used for immediate stabilization, right? Ideally, three to seven days. The CRT is where we take it one step significantly further that 30, 60, 90-day model where we're doing significant psychoeducation and other programming and allowing people to really get back on their feet as they stabilize. Livingston said clients will be encouraged to take part in daily life outside. I think that there's this misunderstanding by quite a bit of the community where they thought it was a locked facility. It is not a locked facility. Ultimately, we want people to choose to be there, and um, they do have 24-7 support. And what kind of licensed workers are you going to need there? You mentioned that there's um, peer support and rehab workers. We also have therapists, of course, available that aren't necessarily on site because Crisis has been so fortunate to be able to have very quick access to psychiatric services. We're able to continue to have those expedited services over at the CRT so when somebody is having difficulty with their medication, needing a, a reevaluation of that, we're just working on that overall stabilization. We can get folks into a pretty quick psychiatric appointment. And are you able to fill all eight beds now, currently? It'll be about another 30 days and we should be fully staffed. And I am certain we will fill those eight beds very, very quickly. Once it's fully staffed, RCS plans to contract with Lake County to offer a bed to one of its crisis patients. The CRT was designed and built by architecture firm Nocton Lewis for $2.6 million, a combination of Measure B funds and a $500,000 grant from the California Health Facilities Financing Authority. The training center in Redwood Valley, formerly the location of the Jehovah's Witness Church, was the first facility purchased with Measure B funds. The purchase price was $389,000, a third of which was covered by the sheriff's office. A small building and a garage have been dedicated as a sheriff's substation. Sheriff Matt Kendall said he's waiting for the floor and drywall to be repaired after water damage caused by a broken pipe. But when he's able to use the building, he'd like to use it as a terminal for a dual response team with a deputy and a mental health specialist. Dr. Janine Miller, head of the county's behavioral health department, was on hand for the ribbon cutting and a tour. So what are some of the gaps, some of the trainings that we've missed out on here in Mendocino County because we didn't have this available? 
Um, I don't know if I'd say that we miss out, but I think that what what happens is that we end up having to send our staff um, prior to COVID. You know, a lot of things weren't Zoom. They were really um, in person. And so then you're having to send your staff um, out to Sacramento, out to Southern California. So sometimes limiting the number of staff you can send or um, increasing the cost to send all of your staff. So I wouldn't say that we've missed out on trainings, but I think um, it, it will allow us to uh, be able to have more training and be able to expand the number of people we can get trained. How is this going to financially sustain itself but still be totally available? So at this time, the rates are set through the Veterans Hall, and it's not um, there isn't an in-county rate versus an out-of-county rate currently. So this really is the first year, and it's the first year to look at, you know, how does the facility sustain itself? How much are we getting from the trainings versus how much um, are the costs to maintain the facilities? We're also working with the General Service Department to really come up with a capital facilities reserve that we plan to present to the board. Uh, what is the ultimate yearly cost for all of our facilities, not just um, this facility, but looking at what is the yearly cost for the crisis residential treatment and the puff when it's built so that we actually have those reserves in place potentially and then have the ability to sustain them. Retired Sheriff Tom Allman, an original Measure B committee member who remains the sheriff's representative on the committee, said he hopes a $100,000 piece of virtual reality training equipment paid for by the state will be available by the end of June. He's looking forward to using the venue for trainings that he hopes will raise the standard of local law enforcement officers. Are we going to be able to afford to pay for the training also with Measure B funds, or are we going to have to dip into other sources to hire contractors to come out and do things like stepping up? Remember that when Measure B was passed, it was um, a half-cent sales tax, and it drops to an eighth of a cent um, next year. And so the eighth of a cent sales tax is still going to be bringing in right at a million dollars a year. And, and so I could be a little high on that. It could be a little lower than that. Um, but that money can be used for training and for improved mental health services. But there's still going to be costs to the departments. Uh, we have critical incident responding training. Um, we've had three trainings in the last year. And just for the cost of getting the instructors here for the three days is around $12,000. So there is a significant cost. But as I said to the group earlier, we want to spend that money so we can have the best trained first responders out on the street. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.